Good morning. It's Aya Wimala, and it's Friday, January 22nd. And uh, we have incredibly cold temperatures outside today, but it's just gorgeous. Sunshine, the snow is beautiful. It hasn't gotten all gray and nasty yet. And uh, the sunshine and the clear sky is remarkable. So I hope you're having a pleasant day or moving into a uh, relaxing evening wherever you are. I was, I got sidetracked kind of looking at Facebook before I came on today. And I couldn't help but notice that some of the people I care about the most, a few of them were uh, really allowing themselves to be all upset over uh, politics still and, and uh, you know, images they've seen of the uh, the people who were uh, strong allies of Trump, uh, some of their, some of the things that they've been caught in photographs doing, like going into a church. Um, but I, but I really think let's, let's, the kind of negative reactions and the Wow, this stuff is still, <clears throat> this, um, the negativity that's still rising up in such an aggressive kind of way is, is disturbing to me. It's, let's let it go. And I know most of the people that I'm, that I see on Facebook uh, aren't doing that, but some of the people I really love are having, it's, it's not uh, witty and it's not uh, interesting or uh, there are a few people who are just still so angry. I think it's their anger and uh, it's coming out. It's kind of bleh, coming out in ways that that uh, are not very, they're not constructive. And so I wanted to read one more uh one one more tiny short section from Ajahn Sumedho talking uh, reflections on metta practice and i may have read this before but i just felt called to do it after i saw a few facebook posts um So I've read the section where people who are uh, uh, probably a couple of times that if you were how important it is to understand the nature of our minds so that we so that you begin to see the problem of selfish view that is going to put a damper on every experience. It's always going to spoil every moment of your life as long as you're deluded in this way. You could be with the Buddha himself, and yet with this selfish view, you wouldn't even know it. You'd still be wretched. If Gautama Buddha came in here right now and sat down and you were filled with selfish view, you'd be saying, Venerable Sir, why aren't there any Buddhas around? And I felt like that was just the experience I had when I went on Facebook from a few, from a few, uh, we've gotten what we wanted uh, for most of us, this election has turned, we're hopeful, and uh, we're, ta we're talking more about feeling hope uh, 
and being moved by the the uh, the ideas that that we can move forward as a country and try to begin try to begin to work with communicating with others who that where all of us are not communicating and uh, there's we feel like there's such polarization we can't move forward so we need to if we really believe that we're ready to move forward we need to let go of you know we need to let go and we're not some people are not doing that so So we don't want to be the person that can have Buddha walk into the room and, and say to him, why don't we have any Buddhas around this place? They think it helps so much. Because we're the, it's inside of us that becomes, that's, that's the Buddha or the Christ figure. Everything has to come from within us. So if we're still bitter and if we're hanging on and if we're still angry about, um, political decisions and attitudes coming from our top leaders, we, we have to change ourselves. We have to let go of our own, we have to let go of our own bitterness and our own anger, or we can't move forward at all. So this is the paragraph following that part that I've read before. With people whom we have a lot of resentment or bitterness towards, Metta is a way of forgiving and reminding ourselves to let go of it. It is not dismissing or suppressing, but a reflection in forgiving and letting go of the perception. Start perceiving these people with metta rather than just being overwhelmed with bitterness and resentment. Even if you can't feel any real positive thing, metta needn't be all that magnificent. It can be just being patient and not making any kind of problem about it. It doesn't mean you like people who have been really rotten and unfair to you or those whom you can't like. Yet you can be kind to them, you can forgive, you can do what is right and generous to them even if you don't like them. And I think the, just the words that caught me reading it just now, do, you can do what is right and generous to them. And we know that generosity is one of the most important qualities that we can have <clears throat> to develop spiritually. And that's what we need to be working on now is, uh, and sending metta can help. And it's, the, but generosity is that giving of ourselves. And so we can give of ourselves in terms of, okay, now it's time to let go. Now it's time not to hang on to the anger and the fear and the uh, difficulties that you may have felt over the last four years. Because there's no way to move forward if we choose to stay in a bitter past. Yeah, and, and Steve is mentioning maybe we need to step away from Facebook. Um, I, I think that's, that's very true. And I think, um, I, the only reason I stay on Facebook is because of these, uh, these talks that I'm doing. And I've often thought maybe I should just move to a YouTube channel instead of doing it through Facebook. 
but there's a lot of, there is a lot of hopeful, you know, it will be something hopeful or something beautiful. And then boom, one or two comments from people who are choosing to stay angry um, can really be, it's really a little devastating, right? So, yeah, I think staying away from that is what we need to do. Step away. If uh, if you see consistently that certain certain things that you're getting on Facebook have that, that negativity, just, you know, give it a rest. I mean, we can all do that by clicking a button or two. So, uh, in general, when we talk to people, we see the hopefulness and uh, I realized this morning when I was looking, and I mean, I only got through like the very top, you know, maybe top 10 things on my Facebook page. There's a, there's a lot of uh, hopefulness. And then, and then the, then the negativity comes up. Yeah. And then Stephanie saying, uh, I keep getting sucked in. I think we should work harder to just keep walking away. There's too much good here. And that's really true. So keep walking away and keep, if you are having difficulty letting go, remember that right now we need to be generous. That's exactly what we didn't see when, when politics changed from what we love to what we didn't like at all. So we need to have a generous heart. And I really, um, I think it's very important to remember that I love what he says too. I've been working with the five aggregates lately. And uh, those are all the things that we are clinging to that, that we think are ourselves. And perceptions are one of the, one of the five. And our perceptions are more than just what we see. It's actually the identity we give to something just by, uh, you know, by calling it a chair or a table or a phone. There, there are all kinds of, uh, meanings in that. So it's not just seeing light or, or uh, motion. It's seeing but by labeling and naming things, we bring a kind of judgment to it. And so he's, what Bhante Sumedha is talking about, this is a way for us to be, uh, metta practice is a way for us to be dropping those perceptions that we carry around with us that carry those judgments. And I think that's a, that's a beautiful way to talk about it. I'm trying to find that. Oh, here it is. With people whom we have a lot of resentment or bitterness towards, metta is a way of forgiving and reminding ourselves to let go of it. It's not dismissing or suppressing, but a reflection in forgiving and letting go of the perception. Start perceiving these people with metta rather than just being overwhelmed with bitterness and resentment. Even if you can't feel any real positive thing, metta needn't be all that magnificent. It can just be being patient and not making any kind of problem about it. So, metta doesn't mean you have to like something. It means 
we're, we're working to let go of those perceptions we have where we've identified something so strongly in negative ways. So um, make sure that you're working with it. Any little vestiges of that, um, of bitterness or resentment, that's what's showing up in the world. And we'll see it showing up in the world from uh, people of different views. And we don't, and so if we feel like our view is, is, is clean, my, my connection keeps flipping off. Um, we don't need to have resentment or bitterness about anything because all that's doing is tainting ourselves and keeping us from being able to be generous. So, um, I'm, I know I'm, talking to the to the choir here so please don't feel like I'm uh, slamming anybody here I'm just concerned about it in terms of how we move forward in the world so just uh, keep being the beacons <laughs> you know we need to be beacons of peace and generosity and reconciliation and uh, reconciliation is very important and it's and I don't recommend going out and trying to get into debates or conversations with people with very polarized views or views very different from your own unless you're really comfortable doing that. And I'm often not comfortable doing that because I don't see it. I, I haven't experienced it uh, very much that there's much of that it often turns into an argument. But... Um, I think what we have to just do is generate this feeling that we've been working on for, this is part of our own spiritual lives. It doesn't really have anything to do with uh, who the leaders are in this country. It doesn't have anything to do what's going on really outside. It's all what we're developing within us. And that's where we need to be focusing if if we have bitterness and anger and resentment that still that we can't uh, still can't deal with, we need to deal with it privately. I think, or talking to to our noble friends, and we don't need to be putting it out. Uh, so anyway. I don't want to be giving a sermon here. Uh, that's that's not my place. But um, I would like everyone to have a beautiful weekend and keep looking within. Let yourself feel uh, hopeful. It's such a good feeling to feel hopeful. We have so much going on that doesn't feel hopeful with hopeful with uh, COVID, and we I'm sure all of us are knowing more people, uh, even if we know you know either firsthand or secondhand. We know people who are sick right now, and even the recovery is long and arduous and hard, and it can often be difficult for us to know what to do. 
<clears throat> how to help. So we have things that we can be concerned about and ways we can uh, give hope to other people. We don't need to be stirring things up that are that are causing more harm in a world that's already uh, in danger. So keep being hopeful. And, you know, today I heard, uh, I was just, there was something, someone was joking again about Joe Biden is the oldest person to become president in the United States. And I paused and I thought, you know, for me, that's good news because I'm definitely aging. So I think it's, I think it's pretty wonderful that people are getting older and being recognized. Uh, there is some recognition of being a, being a, 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 a wise, wise old man. And we always talk about, you know, and as a woman, being a, being a crone is not a bad thing. A crone is a wise woman. And it's based on experience and lots of years being alive. So uh, I've decided, I think that's, that's remarkable that we have a wise elder who's president and then following right behind him is a younger, a younger woman just preparing, maybe preparing to step up to that job in the next four years. So there's a lot to be hopeful for. And we need, we need those little bits of joy in our life. So let's sit. We only have about five minutes to sit together, but we certainly can uh, start that process and then just let it carry through. So let your body come into that posture that lets you know you want to be uh, present in your body right now and you want to be present in the world right now, wherever you are. Just be in the middle of it. We can't escape. We're not trying to run away from this world when we're looking inward. We're, we're trying to be right in the middle of what's this samsara that we're caught up in. But we're always trying to learn more about who we are and we're being taught. If we can see the lessons, we're being taught that. So let your eyes close gently if you can. Some of you can't, I know. Things will really run amok if you close your eyes. But just be. Be present with yourself. And let's just spend the next few minutes together focusing on that awareness of the body breathing And as, as you're inhaling, inhale hopefulness.
And as you exhale, exhale hopefulness out to the world. And you can also, after a few breaths, breathing in hopefulness and breathing out hopefulness. Inhale, breathing in the generosity of the world. Generosity we receive from nature. Generosity we receive from everything that we have that makes our lives more comfortable, allows us the time to sit and be with ourselves. Breathe in that generosity. And as you exhale, breathe out generosity. The generosity of our minds. We can be expansive, we can be inclusive, we can take in everything and accept we can let go of old things that don't work for us. When we breathe out generosity, we can breathe out let go of, breathe out, get rid of that old hardened heart. Just let it crack wide open. Let it go. And when it cracks open, it naturally begins to be more generous, more forgiving. We only have this present moment. If we're bitter, if we're unforgiving, we're trying to live in the past. We're not even present in this moment. In this moment, we can choose
Before I leave, I want to remind you that Bhante San, who used to be, uh, well, he was, he used to be one of the monks at Blue Lotus. Sometimes I like to call him my monk. <clears throat> he came to Blue Lotus uh, just before I was ordained as a seminary in Woodstock. And uh, he was my poly teacher, and I tutored him in some basic math when he was uh, just building up to continue with college. He's now living in Florida, and he's uh, he is a nurse practitioner and works in the mental health area. And uh, he's a wonderful he's a wonderful monk. He's a wonderful teacher. And tomorrow he's going to be speaking at the at the temple service at Blue Lotus. And there's no charge, so you can get a ticket through Eventbrite. And uh, if you don't, there's no donation necessary. Just go to Eventbrite and uh, go to Blue Lotus Temple. But if you know Bhante San, I know you'll be excited to get to see him and hear him. And if you don't know him, please, uh, please go and meet him. So it will be, I know it'll be interesting. So have a beautiful day. Keep sitting if you can. I had to interrupt with that, my own personal announcement. Uh, hope there's a lot going on this weekend. So I uh, hope you can sort out. I'm having to sort out the things I, online, I'm trying to sort out things I can do and things I have to uh, pass up. So thanks so much. And keep that, keep that heart of generosity open to people. Thank you.